Welcome back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets here on Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Jay Kahn. Once again, we have a busy Thursday in the NHL, nine games on the card. Before we get into some bets and some DraftKings plays, remember to like the show, subscribe to Mayo Media Network as well, and don't be afraid to share the show around if, if you do know somebody that might enjoy this content as well. All right, let's not waste any more time. Let's get into this nine-game card in the NHL for Thursday. We kick things off with the Vegas Golden Knights on the road, minus 135 favorites in Ottawa to take on the Senators who are plus 115 here on home ice over under set at six for this game. Vegas is coming off a four, nothing shutout loss to the Leafs on Tuesday, where they were just thoroughly dominated. This golden Knights team is basically icing a B squad right now with all the injuries that they have. And these are long-term injuries. These guys aren't coming back anytime soon. Um, they're, they're continuing an Eastern road trip here. They do have Ottawa here on Thursday, Montreal on Saturday, and then they're in Detroit on Sunday. So three games in four nights here for the Vegas golden Knights patch ready out stone out, William Carlson out, Alex Tuck out, Nolan Patrick out, White Cloud out. It's just a, a crazy list of injuries for Vegas right now that they're dealing with. The Sens return home after a three-game trip that was pretty good, 1-1-1 one, one and one for the Sens on that trip. I thought they played some pretty good hockey. They lost 5-4 in overtime to Minnesota on Tuesday. The Wild were the better team in that game, but uh, the Ottawa found a way to hang in there. Philip Gustafson was, was once again really good in net for, for Ottawa. I'm not sure if he's going to get the call in this game, but he he played two good games on that road trip for Ottawa. Third game in four nights for the Sens as they return home from that trip as well. They're struggling defensively, but the top six in Ottawa looks really good. I still like a lot of the pieces that they have there up front and they're a team I'm going to be targeting a lot this year as a possible underdog. And the record's not great right now, so we're still getting them at dog prices. I like them at this dog price here. Vegas didn't, didn't show me anything earlier this week against the Maple Leafs, and they just look like such a depleted roster right now. I think Ottawa can take advantage here, and I'll be looking to bet them at plus money. Plus 115 is the price right now, but I'm comfortable taking Ottawa as any sort of dog here. Next game on the card, the Florida Panthers, minus 150 favorites on home ice to the Washington Capitals, plus 130 road underdogs for Washington over under set at six for this game. Caps lost their first game in regulation on Monday in Tampa. So they'd been really good to start the season, really consistent, five, one and three now on the year. Uh, I thought they were the better team in that game against Tampa Bay. They, they were pretty good for the most part. They just couldn't beat Vasilevsky. Defense continues to be the key for Washington. They're still first in the league in terms of shots on goal allowed. That's a big reason for their success right now. I mentioned on the Monday show, they have become a little too top heavy. So if you can shut down Ovechkin and Kuznetsov, like the Lightning were able to do on Monday night, then you can beat this Capitals team. Let those other guys beat you. Panthers are coming off four days rest, so they'll be well-rested for this game. Uh, they finally lost for the first time on Saturday to the Boston Bruins, but it took a shootout to, to finally beat these Panthers, a 3-2 shootout win for Boston on Saturday. So Florida should come in well-rested. Looks like they're starting to get uh, a clean bill of health. Anton Ludell is expected to come back for this game. Good young player for the Panthers. I want to have a play on this game. I think based on the odds, I'd probably give a slight lean to Washington as plus 130 underdogs, but I'm not willing to get in front of this Panthers team too much the way that they're rolling, especially coming off of four days of rest. So this one's going to be a pass for me. Next game on the card, really interesting game here. The Toronto Maple Leafs seem to have finally figured something out over the past few games. They're minus 120 favorites on home ice against the Tampa Bay Lightning, plus 105 on the road, over-under set at six and a half 
for this one. Tampa Bay has won three games in a row now, two days off since beating the Caps 3-2 on Monday, like we mentioned. Vasilevsky is really starting to heat up. He's looked great the past few games. Still the best goaltender uh, in the world. Maybe some people are making the case for, for Igor Shosturkin right now, and it's a strong case, but I still think it is Vasilevsky. They've been quite average offensively. I mentioned that on the Monday show. Kalorn continues to step up, though. He's producing at, at a really crazy clip for them, especially with Kucherov not in the lineup. The Leafs have also won three in a row, just like the Lightning. Top players are starting to play much, much better. Mitch Marner seems to have found his confidence. John Tavares is playing a lot better. Pucks are starting to go in for Austin Matthews, who I thought was a bit snake-bitten to start the season, but he gets a couple goals against Vegas earlier this week. You'd probably look at this game and see these two teams, and you know we know the Leafs have a lot of firepower, a lot of star players on that roster. Tampa Bay lacking some of that firepower with Kucherov out of the lineup. You might look at this game, see six and a half, and say we should get a lot of goals, and maybe we do, but I'm going to take the under here. I took the under on Monday in the Tampa Bay game. I think this is going to be their MO moving forward without Kucherov is try to keep these games tight, low scoring, lean on Victor Hedman, lean on Vasilevsky between the pipes. I think they're going to do just that and try to limit Toronto's top players in this game. I see a 3-2, maybe a 4-2 type game. So we're getting a a total at six and a half here. I think that's value uh, playing the under six and a half goals. That's half a goal too high in my opinion. So I'm going to play the under in this game. We move on the Battle of Pennsylvania, the first installment of the Battle of Pennsylvania. I always get excited for this matchup. The Pittsburgh Penguins slight favorites, minus 115 on home ice against the Philadelphia Flyers, minus 105 on the road. Over-under set at six here. Flyers have won five of their last seven games, coming off a 3-0 shutout win over the Yotes on Tuesday. Um, Everyone's beating the Yotes right now, but still an impressive run here for the Flyers over the past couple weeks. I think they've looked half decent. They look like a playoff team, or at least a team that's going to compete for a playoff spot, in my opinion. Ryan Ellis will miss another game with a lower body injury, so the back end taking a bit of a hit for Philly, but it's nothing in comparison to what Pittsburgh has been dealing with this year, and they got more bad news on Wednesday, Sidney Crosby and Brian Dumoulin will be out with COVID. Same with Marcus Pedersen and Chad Ruedel, who are already out. Latang could come back for this game. There's a possibility Chris Latang could come back, so that's one little bit of good news. The Pens have lost three straight. They'll they'll be well rested for this game. They have, they have had four days off. Their last game was Saturday, a 4-2 loss to the New Jersey Devils. But based on these odds, based on what's happening with Pittsburgh, with this news about Sidney Crosby, he plays one game. Now he's on the on the COVID list, which is unfortunate for him. I got to look at the Flyers here at any sort of dog price, minus 105 right now. I could see that line changing, maybe flipping closer to Philly before game time as more and more people look at what's happening to the Pittsburgh Penguins. So if you're betting this game, I think it's a Flyers or pass for me. Next game on the card, we've got the Boston Bruins, big favorites, biggest favorite on the board on Thursday night, minus 255 on home ice, Detroit plus 205 underdogs on the road, over under set at five and a half for this game. Wings have lost three in a row. They got shut out in Montreal on Tuesday. They didn't look very good in that game. Couldn't test Jake Allen at all. And I think Dylan Larkin's a big reason for that. He was out for that game due to personal reasons. As of record right now, there's no update on Dylan Larkin. So he could still be out for this game due to those personal reasons, whatever's going on with him right now. Uh, The Bruins have been off since Saturday, another team that's going to be well-rested. 3-2 shootout win over Florida on Saturday. Jeremy Swayman is expected to get the call for Boston in this game. If Larkin was healthy, I would possibly look to the wings for the upset here. I do think that they've looked pretty good to start the season, but with his health in question mark or his availability in question mark, I should say, 
Um, I'm just, I'm just going to take a pass on this game. Boston should win this game, but I'm not willing to lay that kind of chalk here. So we'll move on to the next game. I don't have much to say about the, the Bruins and the Red Wings there. The Islanders minus 130 favorites on the road in Montreal. Montreal plus 115 favorites or plus 115 underdogs on home ice in this game at the Bell Center. Over five and a half, uh, under five and a half is uh, the under slightly juiced here. Minus 130 to the under in this game. I also played just one game in their last 10 days. It's it's crazy. I almost forgot that they were in the NHL. It's been a mini break from their 13-game road trip to start the season. So it's a long road trip, but with this sort of weird break in between. Uh, start of three and four for them, though. They'll get busy here in Montreal Thursday, in Winnipeg Saturday, and then in Minnesota on Sunday. So that's a tough back-to-back on the weekend, Winnipeg and Minnesota. Habs come back from the Cali trip, and they shut out Detroit 3-0. I didn't really expect that on Tuesday. I was thinking maybe Detroit could get that game but the Dylan Larkin news comes down and the Habs are able to, to take advantage. Two of their three wins this year have actually come against the Detroit Red Wings. So that leads me to the play uh, double checking here. Yeah, this isn't the Detroit Red Wings that Montreal is playing. It's the New York Islanders, a different team. I think a tough matchup for Montreal, a team that already struggles to score and you get a, a unit like the Islanders that know how to lock it down, that get great goaltending. I think this is a bad matchup for Montreal against a rested Islanders squad. So I'll take the Isles on the money line at minus 130 and maybe take a look at the puck line. It's plus 170 for the Isles to win by a couple goals. I, I would look to that. It feels like a 3-1, maybe 4-1 type Islanders win at the Bell Center on Thursday night. Next game on the card, we go to the Calgary Flames. Minus 135 favorites on home ice. They've looked really impressive this season. The Dallas Stars coming into Calgary for this game, plus 110 road underdogs over under set at five and a half for this game. The stars have lost four games in a row, finally played their first over of the season on Tuesday. And I was actually on the over in that game. So thanks to Dallas for actually scoring a few goals for once. Haven't won a game in regulation all year. They have three wins and they've all come in either overtime or the shootout. So uh, if you've been betting Dallas to win in regulation, you might not have any money left to, to play with by this point in the season. Flames had their six game win streak snapped on Tuesday versus Nashville. But I watched the majority of that game. I, st I still thought Calgary was the better team despite losing that game in overtime. So doesn't sway me on, on how uh, Calgary's look to start the season. I'd look to play the Flames here. Uh, minus 135 on the money line, I think is pretty fair. Maybe you look to the puck line uh, if you want to get that plus money, plus 180 for the puck line. I'd give a slight lean to the under too. I, I think the way that these two teams play, we could see a lower scoring game, but I feel like the total is fair at five and a half. There's not a ton of value with it, even though I do think it will be a, a lower scoring game, but I like the Flames in this one. Let, let's move on here. We got the Seattle Kraken. Minus 165 favorites on home ice against the Buffalo Sabres, plus 145 road underdogs for Buffalo, over under set at five and a half for this game as well. Sabres have lost two in a row after that really nice start to the season, end of a four game road trip here that they've had a couple of losses on. They did pick up a win as well. Special teams are still good though. They're eighth in the league on the power play right now, sixth in the league on the penalty kill. Kraken have lost two games in a row, still struggling on offense. They're trying to keep games as boring as possible. It feels like that's going to be their MO this year. Just play good defense. And it's going to result in some wins. Might not be the most exciting team to watch this season, but I, I like the Sabres here. I like the value plus 145. I, I just feel like Seattle continues to be overpriced early in the season. They could easily win this game. It feels like kind of a coin flip to me, but you're going to give me plus 145 in what I deem close to being a coin flip. I'm going to take that with the Buffalo Sabres. Last game on the card, the San Jose Sharks 
plus 110 home underdogs to the St. Louis Blues, who are minus 130 on the road, over under set at five and a half for this game. This will be the second half of a back to back for the Blues. They are in LA on Wednesday before they go to San Jose for this game. Six and one on the season going into that LA game, and they've been scoring a ton. The Blues have been really fun to watch. First in the league in goals per game, second on the power play, second on the penalty kill. So special teams have been really good for St. Louis. The Sharks, two wins in a row while battling some severe COVID issues. It, it feels like half their roster is out. Keep an eye on who is available in this game. If you are playing DraftKings or making bets, we could see some news on Thursday at some point. This is a late start uh, on the East Coast. I believe it's a 1030 Eastern start, so 730 Pacific time. Uh, Tom, Tomas Hurdle has been amazing in the last couple of games with a lot of guys on the shelf. Timo Meyer was on the shelf in the last game. Logan Couture and Brent Burns also played really well. I'd look to the over here. I've been playing a lot of blues overs or, or looking at them as a possible over team this season. And, you know, San Jose's goaltending isn't great, although Reimer has been pretty solid to start the season. I think both teams will get their chances in this game and we may see things open up. So an over five and a half, I think that's very, very fair. So to recap the bets, we, we've got a lot that we like on the Thursday card. The Sens at any sort of plus money, Tampa Bay, Toronto under six and a half Islanders money line or puck line, whatever you feel Calgary money line or puck line Sabres plus 145 road underdogs, St. Louis, San Jose over five and a half. And I do like Philly at that minus 105 price with everything that's going on with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Quickly, we'll take a look at DraftKings strategy for Thursday. I think it's a really interesting card and, and there's some value on this DraftKings board. Vegas looked horrible earlier this week against the Maple Leafs. And maybe that was more of the Leafs finally figuring things out, but I, I just think that that Vegas lineup is going to have a tough time holding up. So this could be a time to target the top Senators players as they take on the Golden Knights on Thursday. Josh Norris is only $6,000 on DraftKings. Drake Batherson, $5,700. And Brady Kachuk, only $6,100. So all three of them kind of in that same price range. Maybe you grab two of the three. Uh, I think that Ottawa should score a few goals in this game. And those guys have been a big part, uh, the driving force of the offense in Ottawa to start the season. So take a look at, at that trio. Paying up for Bruins, I think, is okay as they take on the Red Wings. Uh, and I think pretty fair prices for David Pasternak and Brad Marchand when you compare them to the other top players on this slate. Only 7600 for Pasta and 7300 for Brad Marchand. I think those are guys you could easily play in your lineup and still have some money to, to maybe sprinkle on uh, down the board. St. Louis, San Jose, I, I did say I like the over, so maybe you could look at that game as a possibility for some players. I think Tomas Hurdle is still way too cheap. Now, people are probably going to notice that playing DraftKings and see what he's done the past couple of games, but $5,200 for Tomas Hurdle I think is way too cheap. Tarasenko and Perron could be decent options for the St. Louis Blues. I mentioned Anton Lundell earlier coming back for the Florida Panthers. Make sure he is healthy for this game, but it does sound like like he is going to come back for Thursday's game. He was playing great in that top six for the Panthers before he went down and he's only $2,600 on this slate. So if you need someone that, you know, everyone needs that cheap guy that you can throw in the lineup so you can afford the, the more expensive players. I think Anton Lundell could be that option for you on Thursday night, assuming he does play the game. And Alex Kalorn is still too cheap. I have to shout this guy out. I can't believe he's still only $4,700. Another guy like Hurdle, I think a lot of people are going to gravitate towards because of what he's done the last couple of games. But that's just a silly price for, for the minutes that Alex Kalorn's playing for the Tampa Bay in that top six right now at only $4,700. That's it for me today. Remember to like the show, subscribe to the channel, and as always, good luck with your bets and your lineups. I'll catch you all next week.